Hi, my name is Nick Tibusek and you are about to bring your strength and skills and through that your body to a complete new level with this podcast. In this podcast, you're not only learning about what's needed to train successfully, but also how to stay healthy and in shape long term. As a calisthenics athlete and coach, I train some of the best athletes in the world and I will show you what details really matter and how to use the three cornerstones of planning, technique and mindset to build yourself into the best version of yourself. This podcast is a combination of science, practical experience and personal stories which used in the right way will change your whole life. If you want more performance, look great, have more skills and mental power for your training, you're exactly right here. Because here you will learn how to make that happen. Welcome to the Strength and Skills Podcast. Let's walk the walk. Hello and welcome to a new episode of the Strength and Skills Podcast. In this episode, I'm sharing a little bit of my personal experience as um, if you follow this podcast for, for quite a while, you may know a little bit of my background story, but I don't think I've ever told this story before and um, I think some people can can take something from it and I would like like to share some of my experience with you guys and um, in this episode we will talk about what I did to get into the best shape of my life and for this I probably have to begin pretty early as um, I'm a guy who was yeah I was I was pretty sporty when I was younger so um, I played soccer football um, in my younger younger age, um, I was I was in the in the running team of my school, and I was I was actually pretty good at that time. Um, but then I got older, I stopped sports. I had lots of fun uh, in my teenage years, drinking, actually smoking weed, smoking cigarettes. I did all of that stuff when I was when I was in my teenage years and um, so what happened is I really got fat I have to say that, that I got really really fat um, I had a friend of mine who went into the went into the army when he finished school and he told me about that and we had quite a good time on the weekends and stuff like that and I was I was like yeah Okay, I want to do that too. Sounds good. And um, at that time, um, I was pretty much at the 130 kg. Um, to let you know, I'm uh, one meter eighty-six centimeters high, so that's six foot something. Um, and the thing was, when you join the army, you have to hit certain things to in order to get into the cool infantry things that you know from from certain movies and stuff like that because it, it, you have to be able to to perform you know that you're going to fight for real that's not the the, the background uh, job 
but I wanted to do that. So when I joined that that unit, um, I've been in the airborne there. Um, I was actually too fat and I had to lose fat. And um, during the first boot camp uh, thing, um, I lost pretty much like 15 kg or something. Um, and from there on, I was like, um, uh, when I finished army, I was somewhere around 115. So it's all together. I lost 15 kg during the army time, um, maybe due to uh, very sad, nutri uh, bad nutrition and nutrition choices during that time as uh, when you go into <laughs> the, the classic kitchen things that they do there. It's not the most healthy food. We just have to say that. So um, they just think of, okay, we have to feed calories to the soldiers and um, it's, it's not that very healthy and maybe not the best thing to, um, to, to, to get into a diet if you have to lose weight. So, um, I, so with, with my body weight, I had just pretty much a very hard time during that time. So um, being the fat guy in the unit is never the good thing, I'm, I'm telling you. Um, so when I left the army, I was like, okay, I want to, I want to lose more weight. So um, the thing that I did during that time was like, okay, I start training, I start running um, for my own. I uh, built a pull-up bar and a dip bar in my backyard and I tried to lose weight and I managed to lose some weight. And I think at that time with my neighbor together, Dennis, a good, very good guy. <laughs> Nowadays, he's a physio physiotherapist. Shout out to Dennis. <laughs> um, we we trained a lot, and it was the whole time with this calisthenics Wetzlar thing that came up, a sports club that we just, yeah, I think kind of invented. Yeah, we we built it up and uh, made people doing calisthenics. And uh, because we had so much fun, people joined us and uh, things went crazy pretty quickly. So we came from these free workouts from, from like, we, we started with like six people just doing some pull-ups and uh, ended up with, I think the highest number I counted was 136 people on this classic. We had these Sunday workouts. Uh, everybody was invited to come in there for free, just have some some workout with us and we guided the people through that and it, 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 you see the numbers went up pretty crazy so um, but during that time I was able to come down to 90 kg of body weight which is okay when you are on 1 meter 86 so this is okayish but you're not super lean it's you are in shape, but it's not super lean. So that was not my final stage at that point. So, um, I, but I was happy. For me, it was like, hey, I'm, I'm in the best shape of my life. I mean, it was the first time that I pulled up some muscle and stuff like that. Um, the, the arms showed up a little bit, shoulders showed up a little bit. I was, I was in, in shape, but it was not the best shape ever. So from there on, um, I had some, some struggles because for me, I was in my head. I was always that fat guy and being in shape for like one or two years it was it, it didn't it didn't came into my mind that hey man you are not that fat guy anymore so I was still with low confidence when it came to that thing so um, 
I, I didn't realize that um, this was actually the reason why I got fat again after that. I mean, I'm, I was not super fat, but I was definitely not in that shape that I have been before um, after a while. So I tried several things when it came to that and um, I was like, okay, uh, let's do some, some diet things. And uh, I tried several things. Let's, let's leave it that way. But... Um, one thing that happened during that time was also, okay, um, I have so much fun coaching people that I really, really want to do something about it. And I want to have a certification or something, you know, because I knew it all from my personal experience. I read a lot of books and educated myself a lot during that time. Um, but what I had not was a certification or anything like that and i felt like okay i may need something like that um from from nowadays perspective i wouldn't tell anyone you need a certification for this if you are good at what you're doing you don't need it yeah? but if you do the right one it might be a very good helper so for me i was i was like okay nick if you do a certification it needs to be a very good one um and you may think, okay, why, why, is, why is he telling that now? Um, it makes sense when, when you listen further. Um, for the certification that I wanted to do, it was uh, called um, the Intelligent Strength, Strength Coach Certification. So Intelligent Strength is a, a company here in Austria, in Vienna. Um, during that time, I actually lived in Germany, close to Frankfurt. So to, to have a location for you in your head. Um, and I was like, okay, I would like to do their certification because from what I collected on information during the, through the internet, it was like, okay, that must be a very good certification. And then I saw, okay, they not only do this thing of testing your knowledge and see if you if you can handle a client they also had this yeah philosophy of you can't be a very good coach if you don't experience things by yourself and that was something that resonated with me a lot because it was always like that i was like you have to have a certain degree of of experience in the field that you're working in so that you just f know how how the person that you're talking to feels like so i was like okay th that really resonates with me that you have to have a personal experience on that and i was like okay i want to do that and the same company also owns das gym which is pretty much the best gym in the world and um, this is also located in Vienna. Uh, so for me, the decision was pretty clear then. I was like, okay, I want to go all in. I want to do that certification. And I really want to, want to be in the coaching business. So I'm moving to Vienna <laughs> to do that certification. So I packed my car moved to Vienna, got a flat from a friend of mine who lived in here. I knew from the calisthenics community. That was super crazy. It was, I had nothing, you know, I was, I hadn't, I haven't had any, any money or stuff like that. I just moved there with a car full of my stuff, moved in and 
did the certification and one part of the the first part of the certification is you have to do a diet and um, it's not not just a little diet of losing like four to five kg um, they make you lose really really much so they they say you know to know about a, a topic you have to go into the extreme of something so we want you to do a bodybuilding diet and they told me you have to go um, from the body weight that you have and I think it, I must have been somewhere 103 and 104 kg of body weight during that time I think so must have been something around there I, I, maybe I have to to review that don't don't really it doesn't really matter but um, I was I was pretty pretty fat for a sporty guy so that's a little bit difficult to say but because for the normal people out there I was probably still in a good shape but for the fitness people I wasn't so it was kind of fat kind of muscles below that um, the thing that happened now was okay you have a time frame on on the diet so it's like 12 weeks and um, I was like okay 12 weeks to lose more than I think at that point I had to lose more than 10 kg I was like maybe 12 kg or something like that um, and I had a coach uh, during that time um, a very very good guy he lives in the US now Sebastian Ehmann um, and when they said okay you have to do this bodybuilding diet now we start off by tomorrow <laughs> um, you have to go all in or you will not get your certification and I'm like okay I'm on as you can see I'm moved to Vienna <laughs> I'm an all-in guy so um, I'm, I'm gonna put my mind into that and I messaged him and said Seba I would love to I would love to do a bodybuilding show afterwards. If I go all in, then I go all in. And then we not just only do the diet, then we do the diet and we go on a bodybuilding show. And he was like, Nick, that's a very short period of time. Usually in a bodybuilding diet, you do it for like more than 20 weeks. The usual time frame is around 25 weeks of a diet. So bodybuilders do a very slow diet usually. Um, and he said, Nick, if, if you want to be in shape there, we really, we really have to work for that. And I said, bring it on, I'm ready. And he was like, all right, then we bring it on. And then came the schedule and he killed me during that time. So we had 12 weeks and I had like six sessions a week. Um, all of them went pretty much by I think like three hours of strength training plus I had uh, cardio sessions to uh, even increase my need and um, which is the non-exercise activity thing you know um, so it's not related to training so you just burn more calories that's it so it was a lot of um, slow and steady cardio stuff but also a lot of interval stuff um, so uh, he really he, he killed me but it was not because he was a bad person he was like 
okay Nick we got to do that if you if you have that goal we need to do that and I was like I know I know and I'm ready to do that and I did so we we came from my classic I had like 3500 for maintenance on calories and by the end we went down to 1700 you can imagine how I felt I was I was done I was I, I, I was not very happy during that point but we have to say by all that training volume by all that calorie um, uh, decrease that we had here you know I was definitely in a very very low deficit at that point but we managed to make it um, I'm putting up a reel on my Instagram where you can see my phone in the end and I, I think it's it's a pretty good one especially for first time in bodybuilding and um, uh, especially when you when you also see what short period of time was was in there so um, what what did I do for that? I did a lot for that, and um, I don't I don't think in an, in the normal world everybody needs to do it like that. Um, you don't you don't have to push yourself through so much. But for myself, I have to say I think it was the best decision I've ever made because that really showed me what is really important when it comes to diet, and it really showed me okay, Nick. This is possible. This, this is really an extreme, and it, it was fucking hard. I had one day when I came out of, of when I was done with the training. I went out of the gym. I was standing in front of the door of the gym, and I had to go to the subway to go back home. And I was like, I think it must have been three hundred meters. Nah, it's a little bit more. Maybe maybe six hundred meters um, until you you reach the subway station, and I was standing there and I could not imagine myself make it there. I was so finished. I was so done. You know, being in such a caloric deficit, being completely wasted from training. Not not only from that one session, but all these sessions before. That was pretty much in the end of it. Um, and I was standing there, I started crying. I was completely done at that point. And the important part that I learned at that point was whenever you think you can't do anything anymore, sometimes it's more that you have to push yourself through that and just do to reach your goal. Because, for, of course, I had to get home. Usually I could call an Uber or something, but I didn't. I walked to the subway station, cleaned up my tears, <laughs> went home, went on the couch, got something to eat. And it was, it was just vegetables and protein. If you're listening to this podcast, the best diet in the world. <laughs> um, and I was done, you know. And um, the very important part here was also really going through exact this. That was important because it really helped me to strengthen myself mentally. And I think that is something that a lot of people very, very much lack when it comes to this whole diet thing. Um, 
What I did to get into the best shape of my life was very, very extreme, I think. Um, for a bodybuilder, it's very, very normal. And when you are following a bodybuilder during their preparation time for a competition, you usually see that they turn into a very philosophical mode or something like that. And they, they living their movie, you know, they're completely in their film. Um, and I think that's something that is extremely important to understand that this is what you need to get into something um, and, and to get very, very good at something. You have to get into this mood. You have to, you have to get into this executor mood. I'm the one who does it, whatever comes. And this commitment to put that into it is something that I personally would recommend to everybody, to seriously, to everybody, to have it at least once in your life, must not be a diet or something, but to have a commitment to a hard task and to follow along whatever comes, whatever comes. I've been on a wedding, I've been on, on, on the, on the ah, I don't even know the English name for that. There's a party that you have with the guy who is going to, to marry um, before the actual wedding and um, we have been there we went to Holland to the Netherlands and had a very very good time I didn't, didn't drink a drop of alcohol during that time I didn't drink a drop of alcohol on the wedding I didn't really eat lots of the uh, food that was there I had a kind of a cheat meal on the wedding yes but it was more related to the classic food and not all the cake and stuff like that but um, what is extremely important to understand, I was 100% committed to this. And this is, is, is something that is so important to understand. When you want to reach something, yeah, then make yourself committed to something. And it's, in my opinion, in my personal opinion, I think it's a super important thing to understand that this is not for somebody else that you do it. This is for yourself. You do this for yourself and it's a time of discomfort to have the comfort that you, that you desire. Because for myself, I wanted to look extremely good on stage. It was not for myself that I wanted to win the competition. I knew I'm the first time I'm probably not going to win this. I knew that. But I wanted to show my best form. And that was extremely important to me that I knew I want to be on that stage knowing that I did everything that I could have done in order to be here in the best shape of my life. And I did. I did. And I think this is, this is the mindset that we have to put into some things in life sometimes. That we go for a desire that we have and have in mind, I am willing to do everything that is needed in order to get there. I'm 100% committed and I know that I will have some discomfort, but I am ready to take that and I'm willing to take that. And I really want to have my goal. I really want to reach it. I have that vision in my mind that I want it. And I think that's the most important one. Because if you have that in your mind, then you will make 
the right decisions in order to reach it and the very important one you find ways do you think i knew anything about nutrition stuff like that before i thought i knew i didn't i learned so much not only about myself on a mental way and stuff like that i learned so much about training about how to handle nutrition stuff about um discipline and stuff like that and I, he, I i told you i was in the army and i thought i knew what's what's discipline i didn't that was the time when i learned about it because i put myself into a position that that was a do or die thing for me i mean that's a very <laughs> very very crazy to say it that way but it was for me you know because i put myself into that position i said Nick, you, you do that and, and no matter what. And I did. And that's a very important one to understand here. Um, to get into this, the mind thing is extremely important. Um, you see, a lot of training was needed for me. I don't think everybody needs to have that. Yeah? Don't, don't forget, this is an extreme. This was a very extreme way. I did my strength training. I did a calorie deficit, a very high or low calorie deficit, I'm sorry. Um, I, did, I did cardio stuff, I, you know? And the thing here was that I was 100% committed and I did everything that was needed for that. And um, I wouldn't have make it, made it, make it, however, um, without the guidance for my coach at that point. And this is what I usually do with my personal, with my clients today you know, in the online coaching, that I'm the guidance. But the very important one is I make clear to everyone, you have to do the job. And this, is, this episode is a very personal story for myself about that topic, but I hope you get the point that it is you who has to be committed, who has to do this stuff and to get into all of it. And this is no matter what, you are the one who is responsible and the rest is yeah that's it i hope you guys had some learnings from that hope you enjoyed the story please let me know about it if you liked it um would love to, to have, get some messages about it and um if you need any help or guidance on your personal story um on your on your goal just 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 sh uh, shoot a message to me reach out to me and um we will, we will uh, get in touch and I may be the person who can help you or not or I can guide you to someone else who can but usually uh, I probably can. Thank you guys and um, catch you on the next episode.